0: This is Expat State of Mind with Tip and Tom. Hey, this is Tom.
1: Hey, this is Tip.
0: And this is episode eight of Expat State of Mind, swiping right. Um, Today we're going to be talking about dating. Um, First of all, how are you doing, Tip?
1: I'm good. I'm good. You know, just trying to survive in the the COVID world that we live in.
0: Yeah, I think that's... uh pretty much your update every week at the moment it's everyone's update really isn't it these days
1: yeah except not everyone can say they had a covid scare
0: yeah that's true i mean it's that's
1: not true. something to brag about but i did have a covid scare in the gym but i'm negative covid negative
0: which it, which is a positive result
1: yeah i feel the need to like share my results every time i go places like if i like sneeze or something like don't worry i had a covid test i'm negative this is yeah just allergies. you have well it's
0: been a few days since you've had it though so there's every, you know you never know. Oh I can't Never be too things, careful with these sneezes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so um yeah, today we're gonna be all talking all about um yeah, I guess our dating experiences abroad and um yeah, how we thought about it coming in, what our experience have been, what our advice what I like. be, like, some stories, um and sort of everything in between really. Um
1: spoiler alert, uh Tom and I are actually dating right now. Yes, yes. Uh,
0: Obviously, our experiences led to a a blissful path, Um, but uh, there were some bumps along the way, certainly. And um, yeah, I I don't think either of us sort of anticipated us being where we are. I guess through some of the experiences that we've had. Um, But when you first arrived, what um, what were your thoughts? Were were you planning on sort of dating long term, or did you know what to expect?
1: Well, um, when I first came here, and I've said this on another episode of the podcast, I think that was like arriving or something like that, mm. um, how uh, before I left the US, I got on, I think it was Plenty of Fish and mm. spoke to a few guys before I even moved here. And um, I actually, I just thought of this. I spoke to a guy um, on Plenty of Fish, the account that I created before I moved here, uh, who lived in New Zealand, right? And even though like I was moving to Australia and like we talked or whatever, uh, then fast forward, when I moved to New Zealand, somehow we like connected, I think on Tinder and he was like, I already know you. And I was like, why would some guy in New Zealand know me that like it's from New Zealand? I've never lived here before. And then he showed me a fucking, oh, excuse my language. He showed me a <laughs> screenshot of our conversation. I was like, what? My mind was was blown. It's weird
0: that you had a a screenshot of the conversation. Yeah,
1: I was like, wait a minute. So you just like, we talked? Like, why did we talk? Why did we have a conversation? Anyway, so we went on a couple of dates. It was bad, um, but I'll Hmm. share that when we talk about, you know, how bad dates. Um, So before, like I said, before I got here, um, I was on Plenty of Fish, met a few guys, and one of them ended up um, picking me up from the airport. Um, who's my friend Jared shout out to Jared I don't even think he listens to his podcast we should hey, tell Jared. him Yeah you know Jared um but you know we didn't have that kind of like you know relationship romantic connection but we ended up being good friends and it was just handy to have someone to pick me up from the airport and navigate around for the, like the first day or two um so I didn't really have any expectations though I think my Main goal was just like meeting people to like show me around because even though I had lived here before, um, there are parts of Sydney that I had or lots of parts of Sydney that I had not been around and um that were new to me. What about well, you obviously didn't because you came here in a relationship, so you better not have been on, <laughs> yeah, on
0: So no, Although, um, I think as we've discussed before, that relationship didn't last too long, uh, once I arrived here, so it wasn't too long before I was on those, but yeah, um. Certainly, move when I was moving out here. I guess dating wasn't one of my considerations because I thought I had that in the bag. Um, so, um, see, so yeah, I actually moved out here with an Australian. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I guess I wasn't really anticipating it too much. But yeah, it wasn't long into my journey um, that that um, I guess that relationship soured, um, and then um, and then yeah, obviously found myself sort of on the dating scene. Um, you have know, similar reasons to yourself. Um, you know, just for like. La- networking if nothing else you didn't know anyone and and i think dating is an easy way to get to know a few people um you know without the awkwardness of just sidling up to people in the bar and saying you know be my friend or something (laughs) something like that um did you have any sort of expectations of how being from yeah another country would affect your dating life in terms of do you think it yeah for the positive for the positive or the negative
1: uh not really i knew that like people, if I met guys and like told them I was from the states, that they'd be like, "Oh, you're American. I like the U.S. or I want to visit there," or you know, asking me questions about the states and stuff. Um, but I guess I did kind of worry about, I guess, the race difference. Um, that was something that was on my mind at the time because I felt like when I came here in 2008, people were still like saying things like, "Oh, I like colored girls," or "I've never been with a." A dark skin colored girl before, or whatever. And um, so I had it's that. It's important to
0: remind people we didn't move here in the 60s or 70s. Yeah, no,
1: this is like 2008. People are still saying this. And I did get a little bit of that when I moved back here in 2014, but it wasn't as bad as it was, like, you know, six years prior. Um, but yeah, I guess, like, what about you, though? Would you. Um,
0: yeah, look, I th- I'd think, um, yeah, I, I guess I had this impression that maybe being. Um, from the uk or from being from abroad would maybe sort of work in my favor you know sort of novelty that they would love the exit. Ex- yeah just something a, a bit exciting but i guess what i didn't really anticipate and this was probably from a uh you know a lack of research myself and probably would have only taken a few conversations to realize <laughs> that the uh these aussie shores had been flooded with my Flood it, <laughs> so flooded. there's a there is a yeah, there's probably about as many of, of my accents floating around as Aussie accents in the you know, in the Sydney CBD. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I that was one thing that I maybe anticipated would work in my favour, which which maybe didn't. Um, and yeah, you know, I remember when I was younger thinking that all these stories of those things working in your favour were you know complete lies. Um, but then you know, I went to the states and found out that it absolutely wasn't, and you know it was exciting to people to see someone with an accent. And yeah, um, so. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought it would play the same here. Um, but, yeah, but I didn't, I think I didn't anticipate. Because... I think maybe if Odin hadn't come to Sydney, maybe if you went out to the... If you went somewhere a bit more rural or outback, you'd probably be able to play in your favour. But then you're, you think so? you're fishing in a shallow pond there.
1: I think that anyway. it would probably... It would be the same as if you were living in, like, a big city. Um, I don't think... Um, just because of the history of Australia, I don't think Aussies are, like, you know, unfamiliar with an English accent. Um, but it's interesting that you thought the accent would... Um, like play in your favor because I think when people are dating um I don't really think that comes into play that much I mean I used to not like certain accents and uh I won't say that they've grown on me but I I don't like hear it and be like oh I'm not going out with this person um but uh what was I gonna say oh um I think in the states it's um it's a bit different Americans just love you know different accents uh, I remember when people used to move from like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut to North Carolina and then they were like, Oh, you hear them? He's from New York. And like, you know, loving the accent. And then if you're a Southerner and you go somewhere that's not the South, let's like, say the Midwest, they go crazy over like a Southern accent or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh but I mean people in the Midwest sound a certain way. So I think Americans just, because they're generally a friendly group of people, um, that they kind of like... I mean, if you're not racist, you'll love an accent. If you are, you'll probably be like, oh, yeah. where are you from?
0: Although um, I think in the UK, yeah, maybe it is, it's very different um, to that. I think you know, when en- anyone from... Yeah, our accents obviously differ probably a bit more in a short space of time. But if anyone moves you know, city to city, um, you know, instead of someone being excited by it or saying, oh, your accent sounds cool, it's more of a, listen to this guy's accent over here. Look what he sounds like. Um, like making fun. Yeah, like I remember I moved from London into... Um, sort of countryside at one point when I was in my te- early teens, my parents did, and um, and then yeah, the fact that I sounded like I was from London was hilarious to everyone there. <laughs> um, likewise, everyone sounded like farmers there. So there was um, yeah, I guess from both sides, but maybe it's just a different way of of uh, of uh, seeing those differences um, between each other. But yeah, I think we had plenty of fun mocking each other's accents at right. school and doing the various regional <laughs> accents um, of which there are plenty. Um
1: do you think that um there are, like differences in dating versus like Australia and uh the UK? Um yeah maybe like customs or things like that. Um
0: I think one of my first impressions um when I started dating out here and um and I don't know if I was dating looking for you know anything specific but I, th- I think I found um a lot of Aussie girls to be much more sort of forward and straight upfront about sort of what they're looking for and um yeah at the time it was a bit of a um a bit of a shock got sort of I guess you get used to it that fairly quickly um but uh but yeah I think that was the one thing that sort of took me by surprise when I first arrived um and then also maybe um, I think we've shared a couple of times some stories of sort of how upfront they are if they're not interested as well um and I think uh that took a bit of getting used to it. there was no sort of gentle letdowns, um, <laughs> When it when it came to sort of being rejected, you know, if you're walking up to someone in a bar or anything like that, I've been sort of cut off before I've even reached someone before. So um, <laughs> that, that took a bit of getting used to. Um, what about yourself? Did you do you see any sort? Of, have you seen any differences um, here to say dating at home?
1: Well, it's funny you say that Aussie girls are like you know a bit forward about you know what they want and stuff like that. I feel like um, Aussie guys are a bit more passive um then like american italian french latin american i say whatever. most
0: people are more passive than the groups you've just mentioned <clears> there, <throat> to be fair
1: yeah but i don't know i think because like i haven't uh there's still you know nationalities that I haven't gone on dates with that i can't say all so um in the states um especially in the south guys are a bit more um assertive and they kind of go after what they want they see a girl over there oh, i'm going to go talk to her Whereas here, it's like you play this weird eye battle from across the bar, you look, Mm -hmm. I look, we look away, we look back, you know, and, or I'm just hanging out with my friends, having fun, and I just happen to feel someone's eyes on me, oh, yep, he's looking again, okay, let me talk to my friend some more, oh, let me grab a drink, come back, oh, he's still looking. You know, instead of, like, just coming over and saying, hey. Whereas I do notice that, like, English and Irish and Welsh and Scottish all of that, all of those guys, guys from those areas tend to be um, a bit more assertive. Like they'll come up and talk to you. And I used to say that it's kind of like they, you know, don't really fear rejection anymore. It's just like, you know, get rejected, move on kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, then uh, Italian, French, they, you know, they're on like a novel, another level. I would go as far as to say they might be a little aggressive, um, but not in a bad way, so to speak. Where they just could can come on quite strong and yeah. it reminded me of like um like guys like Latin guys
0: yeah but um just on that about particularly about the sort of i guess the British Latino, expats I should say. being out here um i think the majority or certainly a large number of the expats that are out here from the uk are in sales roles because it's one of the ways that we can get over here in terms of visa sponsorships and things like that um that personality lends itself to those Industries that may be more likely to move here. So you might see more of I guess that section of Brits out here Um, And I I also feel like people that have you know moved um, Tend to just generally have a bit more confidence because they've had to you know know, restart another life and build things again and um, To do that later in life takes a does take a bit of confidence I think once you've done it you take that confidence with you into into other things um so i think those two things might play a part. and i think if you were to date in the uk you maybe you would see a bit more of the the eye glances and some of the, the more passive. some of the past yeah maybe some of that mm-hmm. um but maybe yeah maybe if you're, if you're a sort of passive personality you're less likely to i guess
1: move overseas. move
0: overseas yeah so maybe those those ones don't travel so well it's just a theory i've done no research <laughs> into that. Um, none at all <laughs> just literally just made it up right now um but do you think um, it's worth sort of looking into the culture of somewhere you're moving to in terms of dating? Because I guess in some places there's some very, I guess, strict traditions and things.
1: Oh, Maybe just, you know, look into any cultural norms. For example, when you go out on a date and, um, you know, it's time for the bill and this is mm. always different where you different where you are. And in some places, you know, the guy, you know, picks up the tab, no problem. In some places it's better for the woman to offer, but the guy will still pick up the tab. Then in other places, you know, it's always like, you know, we'll split this. And, um, for me, that was a big surprise. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it was a big surprise, but it, it just didn't come naturally to me to offer. And, um, or if I did offer that meant I was paying, not I'm offering and, you know, we're you know go back and forth no you I got it and you know that kind of thing um and like I remember I went on a date with a guy and um he said to me like he had never paid for a woman's meal before and like it I thought to myself you know this is probably why you're single among other reasons um but it just he was older than me like he was I was in my 20s he was in his 30s at the time and I just thought to myself how did you get to your 30s and you know have never you know gone on a date and treated the woman um but you know who knows maybe he's in a relationship now i don't know um, who knows? yeah
0: um all right and um was there anything else you noticed um in terms of you know maybe did you feel you had to did you feel you had to be slightly different when dating here do you feel like you made any changes to your kind of
1: no i would say i, I offered more <laughs> to pay um i was usually not taken up on the offer but um like to split I should say. Yeah. Um but I think I got a bit more creative, um, with the date ideas and I went on longer dates here. Uh like dates that would last like eight to ten hours and Ooh. stuff like that. Um whereas in the States I was always like coffee dates, coffee dates. I don't even drink coffee. I was say, no but coffee uh, yeah, no. But I just thought, you know, it's out, easy and quick and um I wasn't a big fan of going out for drinks first. Um Whereas now here in Australia, I will, you know, suggest things like going out for drinks or a good location or close to a park and then, you know, go out and walk. And if, you know, you're having a good conversation, then maybe carry on to lunch or whatever. Uh, But I want to ask you, um, would you say that you dated more locals, or more expats, like a bit even mix of two um, Um, when you were dating?
0: yeah it's been a, a real mix actually um, I think when I found myself um, immediately here I think initially um, you know I just happened to be um, you know, I guess in social groups through work and various other things with more um, you know, British sort of expats so I found myself in those situations um, but then in terms of I guess what you know real relationships um, it's probably been more heavily weighted towards people that are would you know would consider themselves Australian yeah um, and uh, I there may be a couple of reasons for that maybe I think you know those people that live here I guess may be more likely to be looking for long-term relationships um, and we'll get on to some of that later on I've got a sort of note here to get back to that um, but I think certainly you know, who you're Dating and what you're looking for can sometimes to make a difference as to who you went. What you're looking for can end ma- making a difference to who you who you're dating. Yeah, because um, yeah, a lot of people, their expats out here aren't going to be here
1: for a for long ever. time. Yeah, um,
0: so we yeah we can certainly get on to that. Um,
1: well, I think one. like with. Um with being an expat you tend to be in those expat circles as well. So yeah. you do and maybe in the beginning, date a lot of other expats because that's who you're meeting at first. Mm-hmm. And I will say here in Australia, a lot of people, uh a lot of people will say that um Aussies can seem a bit clicky. So they're the friends that they initially make are other expats. And, you know, sometimes it can be hard to break into those circles. Um unless, you know, you make friends via work. Like if you work with a lot of Aussies, I've always worked with a lot of Australians um, and made friends that way. Um, but if, I guess if you're in recruitment, there's not a lot of Aussies in recruitment. So you will end up being, you know, around expats. Um, mm, absolutely. Yeah. And then I think for me, I was probably 50-50 uh, expats and locals and, Maybe when I first moved here, it was probably more locals um, because what was in my profile was attracting that, you know what I'm saying, new yeah. to Sydney and, you know, guys that are from yeah. here are like, yeah, you know, let me show you around. However, I will say lots of Aussies don't know Sydney that well. Hmm. They know their area. Like if they're from the Hills District, they can show you all around the Hills District. But if you're like, yeah, let's go to Miranda, they're like, well, Miranda's probably a bit more common. Uh, but if you say something like... Uh, uh picnic point for example uh they're like, what is picnic point you know or they never been to that area before whereas um expats i think tend to move around a bit you know moving from housing here yeah. housing there or they just want to explore they're like oh i want to try to th- go to yeah, this beach go to this thing well, and uh yeah you
0: know, i think you, you tend to explore more when you're somewhere new yeah don't you? Cause, definitely um yeah to give you an example uh, my parents lived in wimbledon for 12 years we never once went to the tennis they were in in Melbourne one summer and they went to the tennis. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah, you're, just, you're sort of drawn to things when you're travelling a bit more. Um, but, um, yeah, we're going to get onto this later, but might as well jump on it now. I think that's one of the good things, one of the best things about sort of, I guess, dating and the way things have changed now with sort of Tinder and how easy it is to get to meeting sort of people is you can use it as a way to explore a place where you've been by saying, you know, I need someone to show me around and... You know, doesn't necessarily have to have anything attached to it but it's someone who knows your situation you're kind of going in and they can they're a bit local and yeah you know, i said i know that i certainly did that when i moved here i know that you know people have had it on their apps that they're doing the same thing after i've been here for a few years and you know I, was, I enjoy sort of showing people around so i think that is a really good way of you know getting to know the city you're in and you know giving yourself a chance to meet some new people as well and like you say it doesn't always like yourself and Jared doesn't always end up being anything more than just someone that you end up chatting to. Yeah. Um, and, it, but you need to build up your friendship network when you arrive in a country. So, um, and did, what sort of things did, what sort of dates did you sort of go on to explore when you arrived?
1: Um, I think when I got here, it was April. Um, so I went straight into winter. And uh, I think it's like a good time pe- for people to go on hikes and stuff. So I went on dates that were quite active, Uh, but then a lot of the time it was dinner or drinks or lunch. And even when I try to suggest something different because I didn't particularly like going on dinner dates, um, I just find it not uncomfortable. But I wanna be able to talk freely and not have to worry about, you know, ordering food, you know, eating the food and trying to look somewhat decent while eating the food. And And you yeah. committed
0: for a, a certain time period. Oh Firmier. yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, with, with drinks though, you know, it's you less likely to be there for a long time if the date's going badly. I've, you know, had lots of dates where it's just been one drink and I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna head out. Hmm. Insert SpongeBob meme here. Um, Yeah. I mean, like I said before, uh, I like to do dates where you just go for a walk. But I think there was a certain point in time where I started to really like brunch dates because people are busy during the week. And on the weekend, I decided that I wanted to explore new cafes and stuff. So it was like, you know, I'm killing two birds with one stone here. I get to like go try out this new cafe and I'm meeting a new person Mm -hmm. and maybe it'll go well. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't always have to be. It can just be, in you know, a new area or a new cafe, can't it, to explore? Because I, I was thinking more, um know, yeah, taking people to see the sites like the zoo and, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I did not like, go on any dates to, like, maybe just beaches yeah. and
1: hikes, but no, like, you did touristy okay. stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, I think I kind of wanted to do the touristy stuff when I arrived, um, and then that was, you know, I maybe didn't want to do it on my own, so, so it was mm. a good excuse to, to do some of that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I guess I know... Uh, if you want to see suburbs, particularly if you're not sure where you're going to live, maybe a few uh, cafe suburbs dates out yeah. and about to suss out if that's the sort of local cafe you want, the sort of place you want to live. It's not not a bad shout, um, certainly. All right, we'll take um, that's a good place. To take a little break. Um, when we're coming back, uh, we're we'll talking about I guess the the options for getting out there and the best way for finding new people, and I guess some of our experiences as well and how we how we did. Um, when we first came and some uh, stories from our dating past we'll be back in just a few moments.
1: Uh oh, sorry, okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Thank you for listening to Expat State of Mind. If you're enjoying what you hear, like, comment, subscribe and share this podcast. And remember, if there's anything you want to hear on the podcast, hit us up at at of mind on Instagram or expat of mind at gmail.com. And we're back. That was a great break. I just realized I don't have any water. Should have yeah, gotten some water on for the, on the whole break.
0: Whole episode. It's first time we've ever done that. I did have a tea, um, obviously. You had a at, tea at the beginning, but. That has long since passed. Um that uh, yeah, maybe should have made another one. That's all right.
1: Well yeah, that's cool. Um, so we were you had a note that you were gonna bring up uh, mm. you know, who we date being um or what we're looking for being decided on. Um it, one of the deciding factors for yes, who we date. Yes. And I'm assuming like versus like expats and versus locals or whatever.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um I think um and I know this from having conversations with people um, and that, that certainly feel this way um that if you are you know if your mind is made up that you are either moving home eventually or staying in the country you're in long term or forever um then you know the, if you're dating someone who might not share that opinion or who says they do but might you know change their mind eventually um it can be a bit of a risk so I've got a friend from the UK and um, and after a long-term relationship of his sort of ended because one of them wanted to go home um, he kind of made a decision that that's it i'm only gonna date aussies now because i'm not going back to the uk um and i don't want to go through this again um, and i think no matter how much people say i don't ever think i'll move home you know things can change you know your brother or sister could have a kid or someone in the family could you know fall ill or or die um or you know, could get a job opportunity back home. Loads of things could you know, unforeseen things it. could drive could could drive someone home. Um so he sort of always took that opinion. Um neither of us obviously feel that way, because we're uh, we're both dating in Australia and both of our if both of us wanted to go home we'd be on the other side of the world. So True. On different sides of the world, sorry. Um but but certainly I think it's worth you know, having that conversation. I know we both discussed it. Um, did we yeah we definitely did well you knew that I wasn't going anywhere because I've got a daughter here yeah true because um, so you, you didn't you, know if I was going anywhere um, no, I think you've, you've been fairly sort of uh, straightforward that you don't have any plans to move back stateside oh um,
1: well, yeah I have been like uh, upfront about that but I did have this like thought about moving to Singapore but only because it had been put in my head by someone else mm,
0: mm, not had enough money to get to Singapore just yet yeah we need to get ourselves out to that tax haven eventually um, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so um i guess that yeah that, that's sort of why i was thinking on on that side of things um that's happened
1: you- that's come up before in um like while dating people saying are you and i think that's the number one thing that i would get asked on like dating apps is you know are, people want to know hey are you here like on a visa are you here studying you know are you sponsored how long are you staying here because That would show or that would show them how much level of commitment they need to put in this. If you are if they know you're only here for a year, they're like, oh, you know, we'll just hang around. It'll be casual fun. No big deal. Versus if you say um, I'm here like, you know, I'm a permanent resident. Then that changes things in, in someone's mind if they themselves are a permanent resident or a citizen. And in the beginning, it used to bother me because I was like, you know, who knows what could happen in the future? I don't want someone to discount me just because I might be on a shorter term visa or you know, I may not have intentions of staying long term. But I do understand why someone would do that. Um and I think in the beginning when I first when I was first dating that was the case. Like people were thinking, Oh yeah, you're not gonna be here that long and I was as well. Like I was thinking, like, you know, I don't really want to yeah. do anything serious just yet.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think even if you, it could be on the back of your mind. It can, it can play some small part. Um, and then, I, uh, I mean, do you ever get asked the question if you needed a visa? Was that
1: no? That no one's ever up? asked me that. Um, Has
0: anyone uh, asked you for your visa? Uh
1: for a US like yeah. a yeah, but, but a trade I was so like <laughs> ignorant to what kind of visas people could get uh, to go to the states. I didn't even know about the lottery until um, my two good friends at the time were both like they didn't even know each other but they were both trying to do the lottery
0: i think that was the only way i knew how to get in at one point
1: yeah um, but just it's just like the as an american sort of you wouldn't really hear about that like why would we hear about this lottery um and then i knew about like the uh the one that the tv show 90 day fiance is based on mm. uh where you have to get married within 90 days and then you get a green card or whatever and and
0: then eventually you meet tip and tom in Bali.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. Um, shout out to the that couple, we won't call them out, that we met in, was on the plane, the plane to Bali, uh, that they're from the 90 Day Fiance show. And they were milking it up. Yeah. He was way, like way happy I recognized recognize him. <laughs> him. And he started talking loudly because he wanted other people to know that he was someone. And um, I almost regretted saying anything. Uh, you were excited. Well, I just thought it was crazy, like, the fact that they were... I was like, that's that couple. They're still together. It's real. (laughs) Um, What were we talking about before I got off that tangent about this couple? Um,
0: The the visa.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I will say that, like, my... uh, I'll say one of my ex-partners, I won't make it too obvious, uh, wanted to live in the U.S., so... I don't know if that appealed to him dating an American, um, but he did let me know that you know he would love to live in the states mm so yeah yeah,
0: well, it's like it yeah it, obviously if you do get into a relationship with someone, I guess you need to be open to the idea that you might move back to their country at some point you uh you want to date someone who wanted to move home at one point and you had no intention of living in their country, yeah, so, yeah, there's always that too um
1: it's funny because on tinder you can do tinder passport i think on the app and you can meet people in different countries and different cities around the world and
0: it's about the only way you can do it right now yeah
1: but essentially you can kind of you know if it goes well and you get to know each other you can kind of start like a long distance relationship and obviously in long distance relationships someone needs to close the gap i mean i'm sure there are long distance relationships who you know they spend a longer time being long distance than actually being together in the same place but um in this group that i'm in on facebook a lot of girls are doing that to kind of find you know their soul mate and one of the other like is a guy yeah i mean you know, guy, wide, Annette, yeah, I, mean, you know I think if you live in like small town in idaho you know maybe you want to be some guy in greece you know and get out of that small town and, you know, move over there. And uh, I think that kind of, like, international love is, you know, what's the word? Not desirable, but it's appealing, you know, um, to women, like especially women who love to travel and stuff like that. And it does kind of seem like a way to get um, overseas, like to move overseas because you have a partner there and, you mm. know, you want to be together.
0: Yeah, because as we discussed, moving somewhere without... Any uh, anywhere to sort of plant your flag can be, you know, daunting.
1: Yeah, but speaking of apps, what what apps were you on, Tom? In uh, day? Yeah,
0: so I and mean, I think I probably would have uh, been on pretty much all of them at one at one stage or another. At the same time, uh, yeah, f- <laughs> probably. Um, I Ooh-wee. mean, I think well, I think when I first, uh, <laughs> well, I think no, I only went loads of I think when I first you know got back onto the dating scene out here in Australia, I think yeah, the main one was Tinder, um, but uh, yeah and I, and I think there's different apps for different things as well um but yeah i was i think i was mainly using that and i think you know with varying degrees of success obviously um i think that was probably the most the easiest way when you don't really know anyone you know it's hard to it's hard yeah i think it's hard to meet people out in clubs and pubs and everything as it is but if you're on your own and you don't really have a group of friends to go out with it's if you're just a dude on your own in a bar you look even creepier than when you a dude with mates <laughs> at the bar uh, <laughs> so um, yeah I think that was one of the easiest things when I first got here just to yeah you know sort of meet people uh, in that respect so obviously once you start working and you have you build up your own group of friends and things like that you can start meeting people I guess the the old school way by actually meeting them in person and, and yeah so yeah me- meeting
1: them through people or like through friend of a yeah, friend
0: introductions yeah um but yeah I, I think i relied heavily on apps particularly and i didn't have those um it's friendship groups to rely on or yeah when i was just too lazy let's be honest yeah. uh, i do think it, do think those apps have kind of introduced a certain level of laziness to dating
1: yeah um, i think it also those apps kind of give you a false sense of reality as well because anyone can be funny when they have time to think about what they want to say and they can type it and edit it even though some guys do not uh proofread their messages mm. um but, you know, you can you see these photos of this person, you read the bio, they're sending these messages, they seem funny, but then you meet them in person, and they're completely different. Uh, And I was one of those people who we maybe can talk on this app for a few days, but we got to have a plan to meet. Um, I'm not one of those people who would be spending, you know, a couple of weeks going back and forth with messages, my attention span, not that long for dating is not that long. Uh, and I was on uh a few apps uh i didn't really last long on apps though i could do like two week increments and then i just feel either overwhelmed by the number of messages or Shut bored on. by the the quality of the messages and um tom and i you want to put that out there tom no, it's a bit
0: like now well yeah
1: <laughs> well i could be like tom and i were talking about uh <laughs> this app no, <laughs> no Tom tom i actually met on an app um do you, should i say the name of the app
0: um yeah sure
1: okay it's an app called field N- kind of like playing the field i think that's where they were going it used to be called something but else
0: spelt feel like feeling on you yeah doub- double e um it's so not field as in yeah as in the field um yeah so we did I and mean, i don't think it, neither of us were looking for anything at that. No, at no we were stage. not oh and
1: sometimes i think that maybe you had ulterior motives some
0: people are obviously funnier when you meet them in person than they are on the app yeah i know you You thought i was a hoot
1: (laughs) 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 um (laughs) what was i gonna say i think i was very much the same person on the apps with my very short bio and um Mm. yeah our conversations i don't really remember uh, a lot of what we talked about um, but i think it was just very like down to earth the conversations that we we're having that is how on there I've often been described well i guess <laughs> um but I, what i mean is just like it was just easy conversation like i don't yeah. think either of us were trying to impress the other person and just kind of having like conversations about our day-to-day in our lives mm. and maybe that's why we moved past you know just the casual um or maybe it was just the amazing first date that we had yeah um yeah,
0: yeah so we, we yeah we did it all we went for drinks played a bit of mini golf had a little late night walk in the park um, mm-hmm. so um yeah got to see loads of sydney there uh, in there
1: yeah not a lot of people know about that above ground park
0: yeah no i'd, I'd never been there before so.
1: yeah i just used to live in Potts point oh i'm telling you where the above ground park is <laughs> i used to live in Potts Point and um yeah so I used to walk down there uh all the time actually uh, not usually as late as we were there, but you know sometimes uh I'd go down there and uh that particular app i think it's um it's like a good app for people who uh don't want the pressure of uh being in a or like the pressure of someone that you meet wanting a relationship. Uh, because I, I do remember, and I, girls will tell me what their profile, their Tinder profile says or whatever you'll see on there. Um, it will be, I'm only looking for a long-term relationship or the opposite, you know, just here for fun. And some people like, so I think some people see that like, Oh yeah, I'm going to change them I'm change their mind. And then other people are like, Oh, on his profile, it says he's just looking for fun. I'm only looking for a relationship. So definitely don't want to, you know, swipe right on him whereas um
0: actually I think... um i remember having on my profile this is before i decided that i was staying here um that i was only here temporarily so i wasn't looking for anything long term and i had someone angrily message me saying that i shouldn't be on a dating app if i wasn't planning on really? really staying around um and, I, and my my response was it says it in my profile you didn't have to swipe um yeah you know, she just wants to see your I message get a response to that that one um but sorry just reminded me of that
1: yeah well it's funny, with dating profiles, um, what you put on there, like in your bio, is very much a deciding factor for people, as much as your photos are. Um, I mean, you said on my profile, my photos were very basic. Um, <laughs> I don't know
0: used the word basic. Um, I, no, I think I said that they didn't do justice.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, but it was my, oh, was it, was it right. my bio that, that I guess... <laughs> drew you in made you swipe
0: uh, yeah because I think you had something funny written there I did yeah I can't remember what it was
1: but oh uh, it was about I don't want anyone to steal my bio because yeah, I, I spent a lot of time crafting that but it uh, no I'm not even going to repeat it it's, but it was I funny say it's
0: not the best dating bio I have ever seen what did um, you say it's not the best dating bio I have ever seen um, and I'll see if I can get permission to share this bio on the Instagram page and if I do I'll put it out there for everyone wait it's someone you know uh, yeah bio. yeah a friend of mine um had a uh, wrote a little poem about himself as right as his bio it was amazing
1: okay all right well maybe that'll be up on the instagram um <laughs> i
0: don't know i don't know if i will get permission to share it but
1: yeah I'll i think you should I'll um definitely try we should bring up some funny stories well not to funny but maybe like bad actually i'm gonna start because i just remember i brought up that new zealand date Yes. And, uh, so this is a guy I got to New Zealand, boom, download Tinder. I may have downloaded it a couple of days before and, uh, I'm swiping and swipe this guy. And I was like, okay, he's kind of cute. And he was wearing like an American, uh, baseball team hat. Mm. And I was like, okay, he might be into like American sports. So we could talk about that. Cause I love sports, but we started talking and that's when I was like, yeah, uh, this dude. It's like, I know you, I, I know you already. And I was like, no, you don't, because I just moved to New Zealand. So how would you even know me? And that's when like, we talked on Plenty of Fish in 2010 or something like that. And I was like, what? Why on earth would I have been like having this account and saying I'm in New Zealand? And um, yeah, he showed me a screenshot of our messages and everything. And I was like, well, what are the chances that we'd actually like, I'd move to New Zealand, to the city that you live in? and you know we could actually meet in person because we didn't meet back then. So we ended up going, agreeing to go on a date and I think he picked me up. I'm pretty sure we didn't meet somewhere. I can't remember. But uh, oh yeah, that's right, he wanted to take me to his brewery because I said I like craft beer. And it was just awkward. Uh, so picture this. And Tom, you'll be able to actually see this, what I'm doing. So we walk into this bar. Uh, to this place. And point now, she's
0: not walking, by the
1: way. Yeah, I'm not walking, but I'm going to show you how I'm sitting. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So we are um, walking in and we get to a table and TV, boom, right there. Our table's here. And I'm sitting just like I'm sitting now, facing the table. Adjacent to the TV. Adjacent to the TV, yes. Um, then he is sitting to my right, facing the TV. And. Yeah, so he kind of just looked at the TV the whole time. I think there was some rugby, did rugby say, was league. Was there on. a
0: big game on? And I it was it game? was
1: a rugby league game, but it wasn't like uh, it was uh, two New Zealand teams, and okay. um, they're no excuses. Yeah, so he never quite actually looks me in the face, and the conversation was just kind of dry. So I was like, you know what? Do I, you think that he
0: was on the dating site because he needed someone to watch the game with?
1: Could could who knows? And he's still my friend on Facebook, so if he ever listens to this, he'll know that I'm talking about him. Um then we he ends up dropping me off at home or whatever, and actually we didn't go to the brewery. We went just to eat. He wanted to show me like some good Mexican food or something. Anyway, we dropped me was, off was or whatever. Hmm?
0: Was the food good?
1: Yeah, it was alright. Okay. It was alright. Um anyway, we get he drops me off or whatever, and I'm in my head I'm like, I'm never speaking to this dude again, I'm never gonna see him again. And I did, like, remember thinking to myself in the car, like, what's going on? You know, we were so excited to meet each other. And, you know, it's kind of, like, lame. But he sent me a message about how he had a really good time and he really wants to take me out again. And he wanted to take me to the brewery he had told me about. And, oh, in my head, I was like, why? So I asked him. I was like, hey, you know, I don't think we, my impression of the day is the same as yours, I kind of got the feeling that you weren't that interested, so I just want to know why you want to go on another date. And uh the I don't remember what his response was, but he I think he said something about being nervous or whatever, I don't know. Um so we did end up going on the second date and it was very similar to the first one and I thought maybe that's his personality. Um, uh, but it didn't make me want to date him and I just felt like I I don't really do well with the shy personality.
0: Nobody um, wants to be bored.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't. even it was just boring. It's just like I don't feel anything. No, no connection. Like there's nothing about you that makes me want to go on another date.
0: And did and did other dates you had in New Zealand, were they more like that, or I mean, was that the norm? and Did you? Uh, was, was this something the norm? Was this uh, was this just cultural differences? Like, oh, you,
1: I honestly don't know. I didn't I know really like going on dates, dates in it. New Zealand. Um. Yeah, dating in New Zealand wasn't my my favorite. I More think... challenging
0: hike dates, surely. Huh? More challenging hike dates. If You're going out on a hike. Yeah, I don't think I really did you really put any put of those. To test <laughs> it was like lots you of do like a Hunger Games dating. Like the one who survived. Yeah, the
1: well, <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, but I I had a friend group that I met at a meetup, and I uh, met a guy through that friend group, and he was English actually, and. Um, He was very, like, this dude, he had all the confidence in the world. And I wouldn't say that he was exactly, like, the most attractive guy. But, like, his personality, that confidence, I guess, did attract me to him. And uh, so I guess we went on quite a few dates. I guess we were dating, but... um, I guess that would
0: be the definition of having a few dates.
1: Yeah, but, like, we were, like... (laughs) I guess we were seeing each other. Right. Uh, But in the back of my mind, I wasn't really looking at it like that. I was like, you know, whatever. Um... Well, I just found dating in New Zealand just to be harder than than Australia or anywhere else that I've lived. Uh, like getting the dates wasn't bigger a problem. Just we were on the dates, um, yeah. But maybe they're just a bit more laid back than mm-hmm. than I am. Uh, but I mean, I've had some horrific dates in Australia. Like I remember I went sure on I a date. Some horrific dates
0: in the states too.
1: Oh yeah, of course. You can have bad dates anywhere. I have. But there was a uh, this lawyer dude, and I think I told you about this. so I'll keep it brief, but I mean the, maybe the podcast listeners want some juicy details. but we know a date with a lawyer, and he was Lebanese, so I think he was very proud of the fact that he wasn't a stereotypical Lebanese guy mm. um by the fact that he had you know these degrees and you know had a lot of money, and I think in his head he was kind of like, you know, I've made my money the legitimate way." So I'm better than these other Lebanese guys. And I will say Lebanese guys do get like a bad rep here in Australia. And uh, I kind of haven't had a lot of good experiences on dating apps with Lebanese guys. But um, I went out with this guy. Did he pick me up? Uh, I don't remember if he... No, we met somewhere. And he takes me to this restaurant that's across the street from his office and I remember like it was cool or whatever but I could tell that he just like really thought very highly of himself after the date he was like "Oh, I just want to show you my office because it's right across the street and I was like in my mind I was like I bet you do and I was like you know what I just want to go home I was gonna walk to the train and you know head home but he somehow convinced me to go up there and when we get up there the first thing he does do is show me the degrees on the wall and you know show me his office and all this stuff and he had a couch like I guess this was like the waiting area and he tried to like make out with me on the couch and I was like yeah I really do want to get home and I had I think I had dessert that I wanted to put in the fridge and he put it in the fridge in his office I was like no nah, I want to take that home so he eventually let we leave like I, I'm like I really just want to go we uh get out the building and he wants to give me a lift home and I was like honestly I could just go to the bus station the train station whatever and go home that way but he insists on giving me a lift and yeah he gave me a lift but it just the way the conversation was ending and then trying to give me a kiss good night and I was like this is just no I'm not feeling it and uh I don't know he just had this kind of like air about him that he just thought that he was the shit and you know so much better than everyone else just because he was a lawyer um so
0: there's a a dating hint for everyone there don't think you're better than everyone else I think that's fair yeah (laughs) it's fair to take from that
1: um okay you gotta share a story now
0: yeah I mean make it good I think I've maybe shared this one with you before and it's it's not necessarily specific in terms of I don't know what anyone can learn from this story other than you know just check dietary requirements oh yeah um, but I I went on a, a date once, and this was you know, in the last couple of years, um, and uh, yeah, I, I think the girl was running late, and she dropped me a message saying, oh, can you just grab some food? You order the food. Um, so I would picked this um, little like tapas bar um, down by the beach, and um, so I was like, great, there's a few things on there that I hadn't tried before, so I was like, I'm just going to rack up some decent food. Were well, you
1: here one. in D.Y.?
0: In D.Y., yeah, oh, okay Northern Beaches um and um yeah so I'd order this food that I fancied um yeah, obviously there's lots of tretho and and everything else um and then so she arrives we start chatting um and I'm sort of eating away and I'm noticing she's kind of just picking around mainly the potatoes bravas and, and nothing else um so I sort of bring that up and uh ask if yeah if, you know, if I picked the wrong food and and she sort of lets me know that yeah she was jewish um so she obviously couldn't eat any anything that was on the plate because everything had pork in it um so yeah that was just a bit awkward because we had this huge dinner in front of us that only i could eat um obviously we did order a bit, a bit more food but it just kind of got things off on a very awkward foot and it never never really recovered from there um has to be said so um yeah just check dietary requirements is something i would say um and that did happen to me in australia but i don't know if it's necessarily specific about being here but it's just a funny one that yeah we just shared with me yeah that one that one definitely always stuck with me um definitely yeah it was just it was just funny
1: <laughs> actually i just thought of two funny ones i'll try to make them short um once i went on a date with a guy who was like a few years younger than me and i don't normally do that and um so we went on he like he picked me up and i was living in st ives at the time so quite far away from everything and he was living i think in chatswood so we he picked me up and we went for lunch in Chatswood. So this is probably like a 20-minute drive, 25-minute drive. And um, so we had lunch. Then he wanted to do something. I can't remember. I think we went to the harbor or something. Anyway, we did an activity. Then we did another activity. And at this point, it was now dinner time. And he was like, oh, do you want to have dinner somewhere? and oh I remember we went to the harbor we were like walking around I think it was around the time Vivit was on mm. and he asked me if I wanted to get dinner and we ended up having Korean um and so we had dinner then he wanted to get some ice cream so we went back to uh uh I think we were at Circular Key the first time then we went to Darling Harbor the next time and so we went there got ice cream and eventually I was like you know it's like pretty late now um so I should probably, you know get back home and he drove. So he drove me back to St. Ives and because St. Ives is so far away, I fell asleep in the car Hmm. and, um, he couldn't remember exactly how to get back to where I was staying. Um, so I think he had to like pull over to like pull up the address, like on the GPS or whatever. And, um, anyway, so he gets back. Then he like goes in for like a kiss or whatever. Cause I feel like he thought I just spent all day with this girl, you know, I, cause it was like 12 PM when we had lunch, when well, he picked me up for lunch and it was after 10 when he was dropping me off. I think he kind of felt like I just spent all day. I to get a kiss from this girl. And I was just dead tired. was Like you, this dude has worn me out and we barely did anything. Um, and so I kind of just gave him like a peck and then got out of the car and then he ended up messaging me like, you know uh if you're not interested you should have just said so. And I actually I found him attractive. I thought we had a lot of fun. I was just so tired that I just couldn't really uh and when he sent that message I was like, oh yeah, this dude's young and I was like, look, you know, I actually did have a good time, I'm just exhausted, whatever. And but he didn't message back. He was a bit he was in his feelings. Um then another time uh we went on a I went on a date with a guy. And we planned to go for brunch on a Saturday But I think he picked the place. He was showing me a brunch spot. And when he picked me up and I was late. I wasn't late. I wasn't fully dressed or whatever. Uh, So I was running a few minutes late. And he parked like. No way. Anyway. He parked like diagonal to where my house was. And I just came out on the balcony to like wave at him. And um, it was like. That was like our first. Meeting in person It's so like me and she's just like Hey sorry Just give me two minutes Anyway um, And he thought it was funny That I would Do that We Get in the car Go to this brunch spot And We get out of the car Walk And it's closed But they've got a note on the door With a, a number Or something And so I called the number And this girl answers And uh, I was like Hey You know we're here Are you guys like, Open closed And she's like We've got something A special event on today So we had to close For the public I was like That's cool And then I was like, are you American? And she's like, yeah. And we just started. She's like, you? And then we started talking about being from the States and all this stuff. And it's like five minutes. I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm actually with someone. Sorry. And then I was Mm. like, I'm being rude. He just stood there quietly the whole time. And um, we ended up going somewhere else to eat. And uh, we actually, that ended up being like a a good date. Uh, But I remember, like, we ended up going to Centennial Park. And we just hung out there. And at some point I was like, oh, you know, I need to get home and like have some lunch or whatever. And he drops me off. He he he,
0: really did get a good impression of you because you turned up late somewhere um, and then you cut something short because you needed to eat. Yeah. So that was such a good reflection of you in that.
1: that. Well, I mean, he obviously didn't mind any of those things. But when he dropped me off, I go upstairs in my room and I look at my phone and I was like, oh, shoot, it's 6.30 p.m. I was like, I'm telling this to you, like, I got to get home to have some lunch or whatever. And it's basically dinner time. I was, and um, he messaged me. He was like, how was your lunch? And with like a, a laughing emoji or something or an LOL. And I was like, why didn't, how did the time pass? I was like, why didn't you say anything when I said I'm about to have lunch? He was like, I thought it was uh, pretty funny that you had no concept of time. And then, yeah, that's probably like a, a accurate description <laughs> of me at that time. I think I'm pretty be- much better at time management now. Yeah. I'm sure you won't agree, but no, yeah.
0: no, I, I would not. Um, all right, excellent. Um, so, any sort of final thoughts? Any? We haven't given much advice, I guess. We have just sort of shared our stories there. Um, we get, we
1: get yeah, a, a little, little bit. bit to begin with. I mean, I think the best advice I could give is like have an open mind um, when you're dating in a new country because things will be different, um, and if you go to a place that's very multicultural there may even be cultural differences like i've dated guys who have an asian background whether it's chinese or japanese or korean and there's a huge cultural difference there so just keep an open mind and you know obviously right now we're in covid so apps are like literally the only thing you can do that in your little skype dates or whatever um and you know just you know just put your best self forward i guess instead of you know trying to pretend to be someone else uh, mm. online just because you're in a new place and you feel like you can reinvent yourself. Because yeah, um, yeah. eventually your true self will kind of shine through after a few months and you won't be able to upkeep that uh, persona that you've created because you move somewhere new.
0: Yeah, definitely, I think. Um, as with all of these things, I think going with an open mind, like you said, and um, you know, you, everything's a new experience, so try and enjoy those experiences. and get in as many of them as you can don't put too much pressure on these things uh if a date doesn't go well yeah, you, know, you can either get a good story out of it or you could at least see see a new place um so uh yeah get out there enjoy yourselves and um i think you've got an idea for what we're gonna be talking about next week
1: yeah oh actually before we talk about that if you got some uh funny dating stories yeah don't you know hesitate to to send them to us because we'd love to read them i feel like we should have like a part two where it's like sharing other people's dating overseas stories. And um, so if you have a dating story, you can send it to us on Instagram, expat state of mind, uh, or email expat state of mind at com, or even on Facebook, same name, expat state of mind. Um, but then for the, the next episode, um, then we we're just going to talk about like just stuff that just went wrong while we were, while we are living abroad. And, you know, just things that, you know, may have gotten us down or made things, you know, made us kind of feel like, you know, we weren't going to be living abroad anymore. And, you know, that kind of thing. Just what went wrong.
0: Yeah. I'm going to tell you about my brief stint as an illegal alien.
1: Um, we both had one, but yeah. mine was shorter than yours.
0: Yeah, mine, mine was much longer than anyone should be allowed. All right. Well, <laughs> um, thanks for listening if you're still at this stage. Um, as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please do share it with your networks. Give us a like, um, give us a comment on uh, Apple and anywhere else. Give us five leave stars. It, yeah, five stars, love all that. Um, and you can, co- you can get in contact all with us. Follow us on Instagram. At um, expat state of mind. On uh, everything. On everything. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been Tom.
1: And this has been Tip.
0: And we'll speak to you very soon.
1: Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to expat state of mind. And don't forget, if you enjoyed the show, please like, comment and subscribe. And until next time, look after yourselves.